What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Level Up Already. As always, I'm your host, James Jernigan. I just clocked out of work. Today's shift wasn't quite 13 hours. 12 and a half. So, uh, yeah, another long day. And I'm pretty damn tired. Excited to be going home. Excited to be coming to you guys with another podcast and looking forward to making tomorrow the best it can be. But anyways, for the topic of today's podcast, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the future and how I see it and what I think it all means, specifically as it relates to business and big businesses and small businesses, um, but primarily how I think business is going to be changing in the near future. And when I say near future, I don't have a specific uh, time frame, I guess, because obviously nobody can predict the future. And hopefully you guys don't uh, take my word for what I say when I talk about these things. I hope you guys do your own research and go out of your way to look up some of the things I talk about if you're interested in them and fact check me, double check uh, what I'm talking about, formulate your own opinions, but uh, with that I'm hoping that what I'm about to talk about might inspire you guys or might at least alter your perspective a little bit. And what I'm talking about is I think in the next, uh, and this is a really rough estimate, so um, don't take it too literally, but I think in the next five or ten years, um, businesses around the world, but especially in the United States, are about to uh, undergo some serious changes. And what I mean by that is I'm just following the trend of the past, uh, I don't know, 20 years or so since the internet was invented or uh, made public, at least available to everybody and anyone. And... As I'm sure you guys have seen, the internet has already dramatically changed how the world does business. Um, Just look at companies like Blockbuster was one of the first ones to go. Uh, Blockbuster used to be a huge, massive company that was in just about every neighborhood and everybody went there to rent movies and then the internet came along and boom, just like that, overnight people stopped going to Blockbuster when... I mean, I mean, it's common sense. You can download a movie straight to your house uh, without leaving and watch it immediately. Or you can drive somewhere and drive home and then have to go back there again when you're done with the movie. Like, it, it, it's common sense. And that was just one of the first ones. I mean, Netflix and Hulu and companies like that are doing the same thing to cable television. Um, cable television is clinging to dear life with, uh, I guess, the elderly in retirement homes that still watch it. That's about the only people I know personally that would still watch cable television, um, especially to tune into specific shows at specific times. I mean, I guess, you know, people watch sports or whatever or, uh, you know, might watch TV at the bar, but I literally don't know anybody who sits down and turns on cable TV. And the same can be said about, uh, like, so many industries right now. Um, Like, radio, for example. Radio 
has been massive for such a long time. And uh, people still listen to that a little more than they do cable television because, you know, they're driving in their cars or whatever. But again, it's still mostly, um, from my experience, older people because most of the uh, younger and even middle-aged people that I know listen to things like iTunes or Spotify or uh, Pandora or any of these different apps or companies that uh, deliver media in a much more palatable way. Um, They make it not only easy to consume the media and, and find it, but easy to listen to exactly what you want and the same can be said about ads I mean uh, whether the ads are on cable television or on radio or even uh, on social media or whatever uh, just look around next time an ad comes on TV uh, wherever you are you'll see people look straight down at their phones they tune out completely during the ad and so um, I see this trend of uh the internet reshaping business continuing and I see it expanding and happening faster and on a larger scale and I'm super excited about that because um, like another example Uber what Uber and Lyft did to the taxi cab industry they they smashed it they destroyed it I mean I, I say overnight obviously it wasn't literally in one day but you know a matter of weeks or months they put a serious hurting these apps put a serious hurting on uh, the cab industry nationwide and, and perhaps globally I'm not I'm not sure how big those companies are in other countries but uh, I'm here in the United States so that's what I'm talking about and I sure I'm sure you guys see where I'm going with this with these big companies uh, dis- crumbling disappearing um, in the blink of an eye and like I said, I see that happening on a larger scale and faster as we move into the future. And uh, I hope you guys are excited as I am about that because it presents a tremendous opportunity. Um, a lot of these companies, the, these small companies that blow up and replace big companies, you know, they start out small. They, they start with uh, maybe a handful of people. And... You know, um, I think now's the time to get started. If you're interested in starting a business um, or uh, changing an industry or making a certain product or service more accessible, now's your time. And I I don't really care where you're starting from. I, I think now's the time to do it because... Everybody has a smartphone. Sorry, sorry about the pause there. Uh, some crazy cab driver just uh, tried to road rage me. I'm not even sure why. Uh, in my own lane and all that. But anyways, I'm trying to stay on topic for you guys. Uh, like I've said before, driving through Baltimore City can be a little hectic at times. So it's kind of hard to stay focused. But this is the time I have to record this podcast. And I'm not going to waste it. So... Anyways, fuck that cabbie. Back to what I was talking about. Um, Literally just about everybody has a smartphone. And to be honest, that's all you really need to get started. Um, Make a social media. I'm sure you have a social media account. But make one for your business or your idea or whatever it is. And start putting that information out there. 
And while that might not start making money overnight, or even maybe this month, or uh, in all likelihood, maybe not even the first year that you are operating that that uh, social media account or business or whatever it is, you might not turn a profit. But you can reach an awful lot of people, and by putting that out there to the world, um, you know that's the first step. Because how is anybody gonna help you or uh, give you money or? collaborate or whatever it is you need if they don't even know about you or what you're trying to do or who you are or uh, anything like that. So like I said, get your phone out, pull it out right now, uh, make a social media account for your business or idea if you haven't already and uh, just start posting because um, the more you post, the more likely it is that somebody is going to see that content and try and collaborate with you or uh, network with you or maybe even just have some advice or whatever it is. So that's something to think about. <coughs> and um, to get more into uh, what I'm talking about when I say I predict that uh, even more massive companies are going to crumble and be replaced by startups started by um, smart people with a smartphone. Um, I think one of the next businesses to go, and this is super exciting, I could not be more excited about this, one of the next businesses I think to go is the big financial industry, big banks. Um, I think you're going you're gonna to wake up one day and big banks are going to be floundering. I mean, they already, uh, a lot of them already should have failed um, due to, you know, the quote-unquote recession that we had in 2007, which uh, I think has been masked. I think it, it, we're in a lot worse shape than we've been led to believe with all the bailouts and whatnot. Um, but anyways, the reason I say that I think the banking industry is going to be one of the next big industries to collapse is, um, well, in addition to the uh, poor state of the dollar itself, that's a topic for another conversation, but blockchain and cryptocurrency are here, they've been here for years now, um, and, I, you know, I'm sure you, you guys heard about the Bitcoin uh, bubble, I guess you could call it, and tons of people made tons and tons and tons of money, millions and millions, and uh, some people billions of dollars um, off of Bitcoin, and then they say it crashed, which uh, I guess technically it was a crash, but uh, in my opinion, it was more of a correction, because all the hype and everything that was surrounding it drove the, drove the price up uh, artificially, and so that crash, I think, was just a correction of price leveling out to a more uh, reasonable, and take that with a grain of salt because um, it's so new and uh, everything that uh, a reasonable price I really don't even think has been established yet, I think that's why the price is so volatile, but I'm not talking about Bitcoin specifically, and I'm not even really talking about, well... I am talking about cryptocurrency in general, but I'm not talking about specific ones. I don't recommend you guys go investing in cryptocurrency uh, or, or uh, looking to make any money with it right away necessarily. Now, if you have been into it for a while and you really know what you're doing, hey, by all means, I think there is money to be made. I, I'm just not sure 
that the risk is at this point is something that the average person should be willing to take with their money. Um, you know, so just be responsible. But what I am saying is that I think the technology that cryptocurrency is built on, which is called blockchain, I'm guessing most of you guys listening to this are probably familiar with it, but if you're not, please do yourself a massive favor and spend 45 minutes or an hour reading about what blockchain is and how it works. I'll say that again. If you haven't already, please spend 45 minutes to an hour, or three if you can find it, but uh, get a get yourself a good understanding of what blockchain is and how it works because it's about to turn the finance world on its head. And not just the finance world, the record keep record keeping in general is about to be um, out of this world soon. Um, so I don't have that much more time before I get home to really fully explain to you guys what blockchain is and how it works. But to give you just a quick rundown, it's uh, what's known as a decentralized ledger. And uh, a ledger is basically a record. And um, what they mean by decentralized is it's not held in one location. For example, when you take out a loan at the bank, that, uh, that information is is kept by the bank only. Uh, and now they might have, you know, copies of their server or whatever in another location. Um, so it might not be literally one place, but uh, it's controlled by one person or one entity, the bank. Um, and the difference with blockchain and a decentralized ledger is every time a transaction occurs, that means every time you spend money or you make money or um, you buy something or you trade something or whatever it is, any kind of transaction gets added to the blockchain or the decentralized ledger and it's updated uh, worldwide or system-wide, meaning that everyone that's using that particular um, currency or, or piece of blockchain technology, their record is also updated at, at simultaneously. And what that means and why that's important is it makes it much harder to, first of all, falsify transactions. Um, it makes it incredibly difficult to do that, if not impossible. I mean, uh, you know, I don't recommend thinking anything's impossible, specifically when it comes to technology, because that's how you might end up hacked or whatever. But uh, let's just say it's not easy to fake a transaction on the blockchain. And second of all, the record, it's nearly impossible to alter, because even if you did somehow successfully alter the record on one uh, computer or one server or whatever, there's still thousands and thousands, if not millions of other copies of that transaction um, on all the other computers. And basically the computers talk to each other and uh, will eliminate that false or inaccurate transaction. Um, and, and so it just keeps things really accurate. But like I said, I'm almost home. I don't have a ton of time to explain this, but um, you guys can check it out for yourself. And 
Um, I highly recommend you do that because it's coming. And like I said, I don't know if it's uh, two years or five years or ten years or what, but uh, it is coming and it's going to change a lot of things. So I think you guys should be prepared for it. But anyways, guys, I'm almost home. So once again, I want to thank you as always for tuning in. Uh, It's incredible to me to know that people are interested in what I'm doing and what I'm thinking and uh, all that. And I'm hoping you guys are learning something or uh, appreciating me doing this podcast in some way. So if you are, please reach out, whether that's in a comment or a message or a post on social media or something, and let me know what exactly it is that you like about this podcast or that you learned from it so that I can continue to bring you guys the type of content that you want to hear. And um, also, it would mean a lot to me if you could share this podcast, uh, either publicly or with somebody you think that might be interested in it. So anyways, guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you go out and kick ass today or tonight or uh, whatever time you're listening to this, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.